0: And we're back here on American Pale Males, your nerdy beer-tasting podcast. Because, you know, we never really left. I am your host, Jeremy, and with me, as always, is... It's Michael on another double-shot Tuesday. Michael, it's Monday. Oh, you're right. Uh, uh, how have you been? Um, I've been doing pretty good. I have it on good uh, authority that you actually have a beer brag this time.
1: Yes, I've replenished my cup. I don't know my satchel of beer brags so yeah i have some brags or I have one brag i have a good brag this week Mhm. uh i was out at the local eatery and brewery and i think this is maybe the best name for a beer a local craft beer that i've heard in a long time bold man that's bold i had from mm-hmm. the great dane midwest lettering <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, which is a quad. Okay. The Belgian style yeah. of, I assume, West Lettern. So it was great, though. I mean, usually Great Dane. I think I mentioned this on the show before. Some of their specialty brews can be hit or miss. And this one was a big hit for me. I think it's, you know, kind of the tried and true style of it. and But they just did a really good job, too. All of their beers kind of have this little taste to it. um, Not good, not bad. That just makes you know it's a Great Dane brew. And sometimes that doesn't work with the beer, and sometimes it does. And with this, it was just fine. It actually put their little trademark symbol on the brew overall, and um, there was familiarity there from being local and familiarity from being very similar to a a nice, authentic Belgian quad. So it was Mm -hmm. delicious. I think it was like 11% or something like that, you know, as you would with a quad. Nice and dark, and yeah, nice dark fruit flavor with some booziness mm-hmm. mixed in, so it a good one.
0: Yeah. Well, Michael, um, we have been on, not to uh, skip too far ahead, but we've been on the, the Iowa road trip, correct? It's true, yes. And without giving away anything about what's going to come here in a, a short time, I can say that uh, we went, so we were at uh, Big Row Brewery in Solon, Iowa last mm-hmm. week. Our next one is in Iowa, but I had to go 522 miles out of the way. to get this one? This is, this is literal. This is, okay. this is not me uh, sassing, because okay. <laughs> I made a side road trip to Surly Brewing Company this weekend.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: hmm The fiance and I had a wedding to go to up there. While she went out and had, you know, a nice dinner out with a friend, I was left to my own devices. Mm-hmm. And with uh, let's see, enemy of the show, LQ, LQ, you know LQ. I'll tell you off air. Okay, but yeah, it's. Have you been to this early brewing, Michael? I've not actually. It's very very large. I've seen it from afar. Okay,
1: but yeah, here it's a nice place.
0: It is. Uh, I went there at about ooh, seven p.m. on a Friday, which, as one might imagine, especially now that the sun is out and, you know, as the weather is behaving, is a bit of a mess. Ah uh, pretty packed, oh boy, uh thankfully, I ubered, but I had a few different beers there, Michael, and to my surprise it's it was about exactly backwards from what I thought it would be if I were to you know have ranked them in oh, my yeah. mind Ooh. surprisingly, electric sombrero of death, which is a <laughs> it's it's going somewhere this it's a small batch it's uh collaboration with Sun King Brewing out of Indianapolis. The electric sombrero of death is inspired by the dark malty loggers brewed south of the border. This version mm. dials up the wattage with an imperial malt backbone, mm. a double dose of dry hopping, and quality time spent in tequila barrels. Okay, okay. So, because of description, you know, that's why I got it. Because yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Mexican-style loggers, nor am I a big fan of tequila. Mm-hmm. Or the barrel-aged, but all of those things thrown together kind of... Intrigued you. It, it's intriguing. Yeah, it is, yeah. It was boring. Really? Yeah. With all that stuff, it yeah. did not it did. It, I mean, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Nothing I nothing had was bad. I'll put it that way. Okay. But, but this was
1: just bottom of the...
0: This was three stars for me. Okay. I also had a pale ale called Mind the Bomb, which was very, very good. There was Flow State, which was another IPA. I believe this one was a bit hazy, also very good. But okay. The best one, Michael... Okay. So we've had Hell on the show before. Yes. Which is their standard yellow beer, a pale gold, uh, just yeah. their lager. Hmm. I had Fiery Hell.
1: Oh, how, is it, how does the Fiery change it?
0: They uh, put it on uh, hickory chips, oh. and they use puya chilies in it. Okay, so it's truly Fiery. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I made uh, LQ try this one because she is not, you know, a fan, and plus it's hilarious to spring pepper beers on people that don't see them coming. But a puya chili pepper is similar to the guajillo, but smaller and hotter. It is often used for its more fruity flavor rather than its flesh, which means it is great pureed, mashed, or diced, and then made into a sauce. So um, when you have this one, it is very... I didn't get a ton of hickory, but it tastes like the hell lager. But then you give it a one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three. One yeah. th- oh, hey, there's something. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it's one of those that just slowly ramps up. And uh, this was among the better pepper beers I've ever had. Really? Yeah. I mean, that I realize that that's not saying much for me because I'm not exactly a fan of pepper did, beers. But yeah, this one worked out really, really well.
1: Hmm. Just
0: enough heat, not too much? I know you're
1: a bit of oh, a heat seeker, but...
0: I am. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, the Surly website says, Heat level, definitely present and leaning towards warming. Chili's okay. can be difficult to integrate into beer, but this captures both a pleasant heat and the distinctive flavor. I didn't know. I didn't catch any flavors. They claim that it has a light fruity flavor profile with licorice and cherry undertones. That's ridiculous. It's, it's yeah. a pepper. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Or one enough peppers in there to, uh, yeah. And these were the dried ones too, not the, uh, the super green ones. So
1: Okay. Well, that's interesting. Usually you would like the barrel-aged, dry hopped beer, but... Then... Barrel-hopped any, or barrel-hopped. Uh,
0: that's sure. a new technique. Yeah. Barrel-hopped, <laughs> there we go. Just ground-up barrel thrown into a beer. <laughs> it's a real waste of money doing that. But yeah, it struck me backwards.
1: Now, Jeremy, before we get into our destination in the Iowa
0: road trip... The, the 522 miles was no laughing matter. <laughs> That's I, a long and I, time. And I wasn't even uh, going drink for drink as some of the more degenerate members of the wedding were... Okay. Well, I, I stand by my remark. Okay, um, okay. 11 glasses of wine over four hours. Okay. And then went out to the bars... Wow. I I didn't. I went went back to the B&B and went to sleep. It was great. That sounds nice, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was excellent. But anyways, as as you were saying.
1: I saw they're remaking Child's Play.
0: I was wondering if this was where this was going to be going. (laughs) The movie with Chucky in it. Yes.
1: Haunted doll or whatever. Possessed, but you know. I've also been listening to this podcast called... In Voorhees, we trust with Gourley and Rust, <laughs> featuring uh, Iowa's own Paul Rust and Matt Gourley, talking about all the Friday the 13th movies. Uh huh. And recently, they were talking about uh, Freddy versus Jason. Indeed. Uh, which was so-so in their mind, but uh, I, I like that movie. So this got me thinking: What if we had a little tournament, one-round elimination, mm-hmm. uh, between the icons of horror movies? I'm the promoter, Jeremy, you're, you know, you're the referee. I'm you're, the booker. Yeah, you're making the rules and you're calling the shots. So, I mean, I'll give you two icons paired up. I kind of seated them roughly. I mean, you could okay. argue.
0: Before you start, I would just like to say that I have a rule in mind already. Okay, yeah. I mean, go for it. So, in Freddy versus Jason, <laughs> there was a lot of talking about how to get Freddy into Jason's mind because he attacks you in your dreams yes this is the reason why that movie went unmade for like 14 years Uh huh. but they eventually got it so that you know they could be on a level playing field so they're just like oh they're going to give him that drug from the one nightmare three that uh oh it has like some ridiculous name or something or n- hypnosil yeah, so, it, yeah. <laughs> but basically i'm going to give them rules that i will attempt to explain Based okay. on their uh, their universes. So I'll try to make it as fair for both of them as I right. can.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you can apply, you know, I'm sure somebody here is immortal or something. Exactly. And, and, I mean, they're all know, kind of immortal. Right. And so, you know, you can ignore that or do what you will. You can put in how much you like the movie, how critically acclaimed it is, or you can ignore that completely and just focus on the guy. It's up to you. So Sounds uh, good. Hit so let's me. Let's get into it. Uh, Jason versus Leatherface.
0: Is this the what seeds are these?
1: Uh one and in eight.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Respectively? Uh
1: yeah, but I mean uh, okay. I, I, I didn't think about it too much. I just, this is basically based on the recollection of people off the top of my head more than any sort of skill or box office gross or anything like that.
0: That that's fair. Yeah. So in this world, let's see, okay, we're in Texas because <laughs> Leatherface would not go far from Texas. I'm sure there's a lake somewhere in Texas. <laughs> There has to be. Leatherface's claim to fame, well, I'm not going to count parts three onward. I'm only counting the first two. Sure. Texas Chainsaw Massacres, because the rest are dog mess, for lack of a better word. They're they're real bad. Okay. Even the new ones, like, this shouldn't be this hard to make one. Well, Rob Zombie did make one, but that's another ramp. Um, Okay. Anyway... Jason wins this one simply because of body count. Leatherface is a uh, handicapped individual based on Ed Gein. Ed Gein only killed two people. Oh, really? He was just a grave robber. That's oh. where all the problems came from. And uh, Leatherface is too busy dealing with Grandpa. I mean, he's got a desiccated old man up in the in the attic there. Uh, one of the guys from the original Texas Chainsaw was in a wheelchair, so mm-hmm. he didn't really have all that much... Sprinting to do, whereas Jason is gotta be in like John Wick levels of yeah yeah of body counts over the career. So uh, as much as it pains me, because I think Texas Chainsaw Two might be my favorite slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Jason. Jason.
1: Uh, this one, I don't know if you have to handicap one of these guys or not, because I think he's an intergalactic bean. But Freddy versus your beloved It. Now, if you want to handicap it into Pennywise, you can do that, or oh, let's just hear what you have to say, I guess. Hmm.
0: So there is an interesting podcast called Eli Roth's History of Horror, which they had whacked up into one of those, sort of like a VH1-esque, we're talking about zombie movies, and then they had, you know, luminaries of horror movies and just like genre filmmaking. And then the next episode would be vampires and ghosts, so on. And Quentin Tarantino in his two and a half hour episode, surprise, surprise, <laughs> brought up that... It is basically a remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. And I don't know how familiar you are with the story It or Pennywise the Clown, but he's it's not wrong. It's very much Sins of the Fathers recurring through the generations.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: a good point. No one believes the kids, albeit the kids are much younger in It. Yes. That said... Freddie Krueger became kind of a wisecracking. He became like an MTV slasher. So I'm going to give this one to Pennywise in an upset. Okay. Although I do love the wisecracking Freddy. He's just less fearsome. Pennywise is two for two, as far as I'm concerned, and the original uh, mini series and the first volume of the new version. So. And Freddy's been a little all over the map. Freddy is one, two, three, four and a half out of Ooh. eight and a half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The the remake truly was terrible. So Oh yeah. I didn't even realize there was one until like a week ago. <laughs> oh, it was bad. But uh so I'm gonna give this one to Pennywise strictly because of the batting average. Alright.
1: Uh next round. It's Ding 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 Mike Myers. Okay. That was an awful rendition. Versus It was pretty close, I
0: knew what you were getting at.
1: <laughs> oh good, good. Uh versus jigsaw from uh the hole. What is that called?
0: Saw. That's it. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the guy who has the name of the franchise in his name. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even put that together. Oh. So I have only seen I've seen four the first four Saw movies, and I really do enjoy the second one. The first mm-hmm. one is okay, but I have seen all eight, in your, eight in the original run. Yeah two Rob Zombie ones. I've seen all 11 Halloween movies.
1: Could Mike Myers evade all those traps?
0: I mean, he the whole first movie is him avoiding a trap. Okay. Quite seriously, it really is him avoiding traps. Granted, he does get killed at the end of each one, but <laughs> Jigsaw has cancer. Right. Now, wait, uh, Jigsaw, who's the little puppet guy? Is his name Jigsaw too? No, it's got some sort of name. Uh, okay. I don't know. the The puppet was merely a not a, uh, a mouthpiece. <laughs> a mouth, a mouthpiece, not an avatar. Uh, That's okay. what I'm looking for. Okay. And Mike Myers had to do the dirty work of you know like actually stabbing people. Plus, those Rob Zombie movies are legitimately unpleasant. Halloween Two is rough. <laughs> okay. It's an unpleasant movie. So isn't Saw pretty unpleasant too, though? The it is. Movies? It it is. But it's not as bad. Uh, okay. Hostel, I feel outdid those in both grossness and in quality of films. Mm. So I'm going to give that one to Michael Myers. Okay. Uh,
1: last of the opening round here, Pinhead from the Hellraiser series versus hmm. the aforementioned Chucky. This
0: one's difficult
1: because Pinhead's like a some being from another plane and.
0: Well, oh, he's from hell, Michael. Oh,
1: well, okay, the plane of hell. <laughs> and chucky is a doll wise cracking doll
0: he he's a possessed doll uh the batting averages strongly in chucky's favor okay um pinhead only shows up when the lament configuration is opened
1: oh yeah
0: which is that little box yes and we we really do need to watch this at some point i know you've expressed interest in this one in the past mm-hmm. uh pinhead's not the villain in the first movie oh He's he just, just sort there? of shows he. It's it's very much a uh, Friday the Thirteenth situation where like technically he's there towards the end, but it's and he's the villain of all. God, I think there's like ten or eleven of those god awful movies now. Hell mm-hmm. Hellraisers, that is, and only the first two and a half are good. The rest of them are almost unwatchable because you know I, I'm going to have to go by you know non non canon reasons to to put these two together. It's because it's just such an odd couple. It's an odd coupling, but it is good seating on your part. Pinhead is more okay. iconic, yeah, but Chucky is more devious. Okay. Pinhead just kind of skewers perverts and takes them to a realm of uh, unimaginable pain and pleasure, whereas Chucky can fake out people and, you know, what sort of kid ever believe, or parent is ever going to bleed their child when they say, but it was the doll I tells you. <laughs> yeah, right. Whoa. And then they're doing a reboot which is the design of Chucky looks horrible, but it is voiced by Mark Hamill. I saw that. Which is like, uh, it's like, God, all right, fine, I'll go on five dollar movie night. Uh-huh. I'm gonna watch it. I'm not happy about it. So uh, I'm gonna go Chucky, Chucky just because he's craftier. Okay. And he he's he can attack people who aren't just sadomasochist enthusiasts. Okay. Okay,
1: now we're on the second round, so uh-huh. um we kinda final
0: four one might yep, say.
1: Put the primer down so you could just lay on the paint and let us know. Jason versus it slash
0: pennywise. Jason. Jason. Well, Jason doesn't ever really get defeated. Right. I mean, he he's been blown up, he's been burned alive, he's been buried at the bottom of a lake. He's been cast into space. Um yeah, Jason. He's more fun killed a, someone with a sleeping bag on two separate occasions.
1: Okay and that would be next would be Mike Myers vs. Chucky. Oh Mike Myers Yeah.
0: I mean you gotta go for the high seeds. <laughs> right, just, right. I mean like the most common complaint about these uh, child's play movies is, is just kick it <laughs> Okay I was gonna say that Yeah. Just, just boot it. Just It's a doll. Just throw it down the hallway. Okay. Just, just stare at it and wait for it to come at you and then kick it <laughs>
1: Oh, this is two in the same class, then, for the championship. Jason versus Mike uh-huh. Myers. I
0: gotta go Jason. Ah, I was kind of thinking of that, too, but, yeah. If he uh, body counts higher, and if nothing else, uh, Michael Myers has had his head chopped off. Cannon, well, there's like four different canons for Halloween, <laughs> but he definitely had his head chopped off at the end of Halloween H2O. By Jamie Lee Curtis with an axe or a machete, I can't remember. Mhm. And Jason is a big fan of both axes and machetes. Okay. So uh he gets it. Yeah. Plus he's got a, a nice long career as both man and zombie. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can yeah. Jason's just a little bigger too. I mean they're both really stoic and mm-hmm. plotting, but uh
0: yeah, I realize know. it's blasphemy considering, you know, one would not have happened without the other right yes <laughs> the original halloween is an infinitely better movie than any of the uh friday the 13th okay, could yeah. ever hope to be yeah but as far as uh you know the iconography goes i like i like freddy or jason
1: jason better. well there you go jason <sighs> came out on top with that seating and uh thank you jeremy
0: for taking us through the uh horror show showdown i just made that up Sounds good, and I'd like to point out that I did not pull up any uh, movie things like any IMDb's or Wikipedia's or anything. That on was here. all. Uh, that was I was all
1: off the dome, man. Nice, Jeremy. Should we get into the yeah. FDR? You know, I had some roadside attractions for this location, but maybe we'll save them for the next app because we're going to stay here for another week. Uh huh. Um, so let's just get into this FDR, I think, and I'll, we'll save the uh, roadside attractions. The FDR is where we find a beer drink a beer
0: and rate a beer and jeremy Correct. where are we and what beer are we having this week so michael we have gone i think about 20 miles as the crow flies but <laughs> right not too far on this road <laughs> not, trip. not not too far uh we are in cedar rapids iowa in the Czech village michael we are at lion bridge brewing once again i believe we've had yard sale not too long ago. Not terribly long ago. Yeah, half a year or um, something, maybe. I don't know. Have we done any others from Lionbridge? I feel like we may have done compensation. I've certainly talked about it enough. Yeah, I think maybe that was a talker, not a drinker one. Um, it's possible. But uh, we are hitting up one of their newer beers. I believe this is new for this year. Uh, we are going with their tag tangerine wheat beer. I'm curious about this one. So I have not had this one. Surprise, surprise. Oh, good. Once I knew that I was going to get this, I sort of held off. But here's the color text for you, Michael. Mm -hmm. inspired by German Rattlers I don't know why they put Rattlers in quotation mark anyone that's reading the beer list on lionbridgebrewing.com is gonna know what a Rattler is but I digress Mm -hmm. that combines soda and beer to produce a light and refreshing beverage Tag is a juicy and slightly hazy American wheat beer with a zesty citrus bite of tangerine enjoy a Tag and enjoy the day Uh, Tangerine Wheat Bear, as I said, this one comes in at 4.2. Oh, nice. So, I mean, this might actually be a good one to start off the new uh, 1th anniversary lawnmower Uh, beer. Yeah, I was going to say that. Last week and
1: this week, both uh, strong contenders already for the uh, Lawnmower Man Award. That's what it was called. (laughs) Yes. uh, Okay. (laughs) Well, I assume this one will be. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but, you know, quoting the Radler there, literally... Uh, makes me a little worried. I'm hoping this has bureaucracy, but mm-hmm. um, on the same side of that coin, tangerine and
0: wheat sounds delicious to me. It does, and I'm going to bring back another old-time segment, Michael. We are back with Environment Ale. Oh, okay, great. Here's how they believe they are helping to make a positive impact on the environment. Restoration of existing and historic building. The greenest building is one that is already built. Installation of modern energy-saving technologies like LED lighting, double-paned windows, automated blinds, as well as all-new water, electrical, and insulation gives us a beautiful historic space with the efficiencies of a modern building. Mm-hmm. They also compost food waste and paper products through Echo Care. The use of compostable straws, cups, napkins, to-go containers, and paper towels. Uh, They offset energy usage through purchase of wind energy credits. Creation of permeable patio with mature shade trees. More surface area for rainwater to soak in means less runoff and less stress on the stormwater system. They also send all spent grain to animal feed. So, uh, prost. Yeah, good stuff there. I like all that. Should we pour the beer out?
1: Yeah. Um, as we do that, I will say the can is very beautiful. It's one of those um, cans that just has a sticker over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get like, you know, the full color, um, Ooh. the tag, the name of the beer itself is kind of in this shiny foiling almost. Um, and it looks really cool. And there's a wreath of tangerines.
0: Would you call it? Foilage, Michael? Foilage,
1: yeah. Foilage by the foilage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the Lion Bridge logo—that's shiny.
0: Um, it's a classy logo. Yeah, They're probably my favorite packaging in the area. All around, I so far I like what I'm seeing, but let's mm-hmm. get inside. It smells like tangerines and beer, Michael. It is also slightly hazy. I'd say, mm-hmm. like, kind of like a lemony yellow. Yeah, lemony yellow. That's yeah, good. It's it's extremely fizzy. Yes. Um, so Im- imagine a yellow blue moon yeah. with a similar amount of haze as opposed to like a slightly orange tint right. of the blue moon. It smells... It smells like tangerines, man. Yeah, like a tangerine aid almost. Did we recently tang. had a... Thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Your love of tang. <laughs> uh, didn't we just recently have a beer with oranges in it? Or some sort of fruit? that We were like, oh man, that tastes like the actual fruit and not... Was that the uh, stone... Yes, it was the Tangerine Express. Thank yeah. you, which was an IPA. Yeah, not a wheat beer. So differences. Yeah. Um, if memory serves, that one was more bitter than fruity, mm-hmm. like pith bitterness. by the right. Uh, how this, about we go in?
1: Yeah, let's go in. Yeah, this one's leaning more towards a fruit bitterness. The body looks a little thin, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Jeremy, what are you thinking?
0: That's refreshing. Ooh. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh, the the back end is fun. Yeah, that's very Tangerine-y. That's very tangerine, and it's very wheaty. Wheaty? I don't know. The back end of the beer is really, really, beery. Well, it, and, and I and I like that. Oh yeah, now I got that. Uh uh-huh. Just pops it, up. It take, at the takes end. a second, man. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's weird. Oh, that's really interesting. That almost changes my
0: thoughts already. Because the at the at the beginning, and correct mm-hmm. me if you feel otherwise, you get that big pop of tangerine. Mm-hmm. And it is a big pop, but then it just it's just wheat all the way down man
1: and that is authentic tangerine not the aforementioned tang it's you know a little bit of the bitterness you would get like if you ate a little bit of the white part the pith mm-hmm. um, along with that slice would you call
0: it a tangerine a
1: tangerine
0: you're welcome <laughs> also side note this is dangerously crushable i mean yeah it has it's a real thin body i feel like i could just chug this entire glass right now yeah it almost more
1: akin to a um I don't know. Maybe a Rattler? <laughs> like a Rattler? I was going to say like a fizzy
0: coconut water or a... Almost... Oh, like a LaCroix or something? Yeah, almost like a seltzer almost. I, I believe the best description I had of LaCroix was the lime ones. It's like, oh, wow, they parked a truck full of LaCroix next to a single lime. <laughs> <laughs> this definitely has much more flavor than a LaCroix. Yeah. And I say that as a fan. I have mm. a case of the peach pear in my fridge right now. But I like this. It's not bad. What do you think about the beerosity? That's where that's what's holding me back a little uh-huh. bit. Uh huh. Um, it's almost half and half.
1: Right. So it's, it seems to be light on the malt side or the wheat side, I guess. Mm hmm. So it's almost like a, a an infusion of beer or wheat in in this mm-hmm. otherly drink. And you know the the end result isn't bad. It's just different, I guess.
0: I, part of me is wishing that. It had a little bit better melding of the flavors because yeah. both individual flavors are very, very good, mm-hmm. but they're they're kind of like each on their own, like there's a dividing mm-hmm. line in the middle.
1: Yeah, I wish this was um, a little heavier on the, on the wheat side because, like you said, you get all that tangerine up front, it'd be nice if they would mesh together a little bit on the front mm-hmm. with a little more uh, wheat, and it'd also give a little more substance to the body, too. Which in most situations I would prefer. I guess I could see some situations, maybe a lot more situation, where uh-huh. this lighter body would be preferable. But usually I like the little thickness.
0: Uh-huh. No, it's 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 good. I do dig this beer. Mm-hmm. Do you wish it kind of had more of like a... I think the mouth feels what's holding it back. I think so, too.
1: That's all. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's a clean feeling. hmm Yeah, nice and fizzy, too. I do like the fizziness. The fizzy is solid. Mm-hmm. It's good, I do like this beer, and I'm glad I've had it. I bet this would be even better if it was just scaldingly hot outside, or yeah, I also imagine that this would be a killer frisbee beer, ah, which might be my uh version of a uh lawnmower beer.
1: yeah, compare this to other beers I've had, so the uh Wisconsin Brewing Company makes a refresh rattler. And that is more in line with the rattler almost like fifty fifty. Um it's also real fizzy, real fruity, but that's like too far gone to be called a beer. I think it's only like two percent or something like that mm-hmm. too. Yeah,
0: definitely. If it's anything like the Stiegel rattler, which I believe is only like three percent.
1: Yeah. They're pretty low, which is fine. And then I think like if we it was pushed more in the other way, I think like Great Danes crop circle wheat, which is also very fruity, but it's relatively thick, really hazy. It's still refreshing. This kinda of lands somewhere in the middle of those two for me. Putting it on a scale in my head of where this reminds me of other beers. So
0: mm-hmm. well, should we get into the rating? I feel like we are at that point of, you know, every episode where we inevitably spin our wheels.
1: Yeah, I think we're yes. You know, there's not a whole lot to say more than what we did, so this is the wheels spinning in actuality right now. Um, you're witnessing uh-huh. the wheels spin. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to go first, or would you like
0: me to go first? I can go first. So we've pretty much laid out why we why I'm going to rate it the way I am. Mm-hmm. I like the parts, but the whole doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah. And for that reason, I'm going to give it a 3.25. I like this. I feel like I'm selling it short. I also feel like this might be a good one for someone who might not be a biggest fan of the beer flavor in the world mm-hmm. but 3.25
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think there's like you said this isn't bad but i think there's just better examples of like the fruit beer ratio kind of deal like even going back to the uh 0th annual lawnmower man award winner <laughs> lemon trail like that kind of hit the nail right on the head for me as far as fruit and beer. Although, maybe that's more hops and beer. But, to me, this is a... I was going between two ratings. I just just took a sip of judgment. I'm going to go 2.75. But... Interesting. seems a little nasty, but it's not... It's just more about the beerosity mm-hmm. than like this being like, ugh. You know, like we rate some beers low because they have a really weird flavor, or they have a really... Something that really detracts from it. Here, nothing is really detracting from it. Again, like you said, it's the sum... Uh, the whole not. Oh God! Oh, you're letting me. Ha- you're hanging me out to dry. The the uh, sum. <laughs> the sum. Yes, Michael. The whole not being equal to the sum of the parts. Um,
0: you 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 got there. I don't oh know why you're so worried about this, Michael.
1: Um, maybe four point two is too much for me. Um, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, I think it's. I would even. Make a recommendation to try it once because I think this is a style you don't oft see. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there could be pretty big fans of this style out there and they just don't know about it. So mm-hmm. still a recommendation, but just not I, what I'm I looking feel, for.
0: Yeah, I feel like this one is uh, more popular than I think we're giving it credit for as I have seen a lot of social media posts about this beer.
1: Yeah, it's like that refresh rattler that I was talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty huge. It's just different, mm-hmm. you know. And I understand why for both would be popular. Cause oh, sure. Especially in the well, maybe not weather like right now, but when real summer starts, I don't know. When
0: this comes out, Michael, we are well past Jabroni summer. That's true. We're in solstice summer. summer. Yeah, 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 buddy. So. If you had to guess what you think the average on untapped of this beer is for mm. 362 check-ins. That's a pretty good N. Uh-huh. What would uh, you think it is? I'm going to say, I'll say 3.75. You're very, very close, Michael. It's 3.79. Yeah. There's also, it appears that they had uh, made a pin of this at some point with strawberry and rhubarb. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I called this. I've been doing this since before. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. Your OG, Jeremy. What can oh, I say? Original gravity. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another one down the gullet. Indeed it is. How about you hit him up with those social media plugs? Yeah.
1: Get in touch with us. Let us know any of uh kind of rattler-type beers you've had. Did you like them? You can do that in a variety of ways at APMPod on Twitter and Facebook.com slash APMPod. You can also email us directly, APMPod at gmail.com, or look us up on Untapped. APM pod there too where host Emeritus Mike looks at all of our ratings there looks at he even posts them there but yeah rate, review, subscribe if you can Uh, but we'll leave it at that well done Michael (laughs) so for Jeremy I've been Michael for Michael I've been Jeremy and this has been American Pale Males cheers cheers